penitentiary Doing something mean to it Do it better than anybody you ever seen Do it, screams from the haters Got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need his theme music I'm one man to have all that That was just two of Embiid's 26 points on the night. What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid, and I am your host, Austin Krell. Sixers fresh off of a, off of a uh, thrilling win in Brooklyn against the Nets. Of course, Jimmy Butler knocking down his patented sidestep, fading away to the right uh, three-pointer with .4 seconds left on the clock. To put the Sixers up two in their victory over the Nets on Sunday, had two days off and returned home tonight to play the New York Knicks in Philadelphia. Sixers ten and one on the season at home, fourteen and eight overall. Looking to make up for their inexcusable performance against the Cavs in their last home game, obviously losing that one by nine. Um, to a to a to a. Really just a, a dumpster fire of a Cleveland Cavaliers team. Sixers came out and responded to that game. And it was clear from the from the tip that they had that game in their mind. Um, I was in attendance, so I could feel the atmosphere of the arena. It was pretty quiet. Obviously, the Knicks are a garbage team. And... Um, it's it's a Wednesday night, so people have work, people have school the next day, they have whatever's going on in their lives, and it's not a good team, so it's not really worth going out for the game. So it was not a packed house. People were sort of, um, I guess, sleepy would be the word to use. But the Sixers came out, and they punished the Knicks from the get-go. They won the, fourth, the first quarter by 14 points putting up 41 to the Knicks 27. They won the second quarter by 6 to go up 20 by halftime. They up 25 going into the third going into the fourth quarter and they won the game by 26. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid of course leading the way as per usual for the Sixers. He scored 26 points on 21 shot attempts, making 10 of them. He missed all 3 of his 3-point attempts but went 6 of 8 from the free throw line. Good for seventy five percent. He his he's his four he had fourteen rebounds and seven assists, but most notably one turnover to go along with his twenty six points in his thirty minutes. An excellent night for Embiid in terms of efficiency, in terms of um, utilizing possessions and creating something every time he touched the ball, and not just turning it over or scoring. Starters for the Sixers tonight were, were the usual uh, suspects. Wilson Chandler, 26 minutes. Embiid, as I said, 30 minutes. Ben Simmons, 24 minutes. J.J. Redick, 26 minutes. And Jimmy Butler, 25 minutes. The bench did a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of minutes tonight because the Sixers were able to punish the Knicks pretty much from the get-go, as I said. Mescala, 25 minutes. Amir Johnson played garbage time, 9 minutes. Landry Shamit played 22 minutes. T.J. McConnell played 25 minutes. Demetrius Jackson got six minutes of garbage time, and Frickon Korkmaz played twenty three minutes. Let's start off. Let's start off with 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 the um with the guys who begin the game. 
Wilson Chandler, eight points on uh, six shots, six rebounds, four assists to go along with three turnovers. Um, so he was he had a pretty he had a pretty helpful night, I would say, for the Sixers. In his twenty six minutes, he started the game off early, setting the tone, hitting an early three to put the Sixers up by I think five early on, and he hit another three later in the first half to put him up twenty finally. And that sort of burst the game wide open. The Knicks really never had any life after after going down by 20. Um, I already gave you Embiid's numbers. Obviously, a dominant performance for him tonight. It's pretty clear that against he he really shows up against the top player, uh, the top power forwards or centers in the league, or top individual matchups for him. Guys like Anthony Davis, uh, Andre Drummond, those kind of guys he loves to show out against. Um, or Hassan Whiteside too. Tonight he kind of came in, and there wasn't really a a a dominant matchup that he really had to play up against. Obviously, Ennis Cantor is a tremendous offensive rebound rebounder, I should say. He's a double double every night, pretty much. Not a good defender at all, but he is everything that you hoped Jaleel Okafor could have been. It obviously wasn't, and he's had some sort of some um some critical words of, of players around the league. And he and Embiid got a little physical early on. Mitchell Robinson, the rookie uh, in the second round, that was supposed to go to Kansas State, but dropped out due to uh, personal reasons. Um, he and Embiid went at it a little bit. And then Embiid really got into the game, got got energized, and basically was given a reason to, to, to show up um, and put on a, put on a show tonight, which he did. Anyway, Ben Simmons, um, 14 points on nine shots, four of seven from the free throw line, eight rebounds, seven assists, one steal, two turnovers, three fouls. Um, A pretty average game for Ben right around his season numbers of the 14, eight, and seven. Um, He only played 24 minutes on a night against a, a, a more competitive team. He probably puts up bigger numbers because he probably plays a bigger role. 24 minutes is half a game, so he didn't really have to play that much, and therefore his numbers suffered for it. Nonetheless, triple-double threat as per usual. J.J. Redick tonight, 24 points on 10 of 14 shooting, 4 of 6 from the three-point line, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 turnover, 1 foul. He was on fire tonight. I didn't. I wasn't even aware he, that he missed even 4 shots until I saw his, uh, his, his stat sheet. Really a great performance for the Sixers to give them a little boost. Um... And to open up the floor of spacing, his shooting tonight was was outstanding, obviously, and that and that gave Simmons and Embiid and other guys a room to work and get their looks because the Knicks could not just suffocate the the the, the middle. Um, Jimmy Butler had a had a sort of a of a a sleeper kind of game, seven points on three of seven from the field. Four rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, three turnovers, one foul. I think you could. I think it's. I think it's sort of jokingly safe to say that he left the scoring in Brooklyn. Um, but and that I'm not saying that in a malicious way. I'm just saying that it didn't really feel like he needed to come out tonight and put on a show. He has done a lot for this team already, obviously, and this was kind of sort of a night that he could that he that he deserved to take off and not have to dominate. Um, it kind of, I just kind of felt like he sort of said, "This is this is this is uh, this is you guys tonight. I'm gonna uh, I'll I'll help as I want, as I can, but I'm not gonna go out there and 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 
take it over myself. Um, and so you're going to have a kind of edge from Jimmy Butler. He's not a 25 points per game scorer. He is a, he is a 20 point per game scorer. And he is a top 10 defensive player, objectively, around the NBA. Mascala and his 25 minutes, 10 points on six shots, six, eight rebounds, one assist, one block, two turnovers, five fouls. He needs to play a little bit more aggressively, a little bit, um, a little bit. I think a little. I think there's a way that he that he can play a little more in control, but yet a little more aggressive, in that he plays smarter defensively, doesn't commit soft fouls, doesn't um, bite on fakes, that kind of thing. Five fouls in 25 minutes obviously is a very bench player kind of thing to do. Not critical of it. You, you just you would like to be able to be more confident that your backup power forward is not going to commit five fouls in 25 minutes. So should you need him more extensively over the course of a game? Mir Johnson, two, uh, four points on three shots, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. That not, if the DMPs haven't told you that, um, I think it's pretty obvious that Anthony, uh, Mir Johnson is, for all intents and purposes, out of the rotation. He commits too many fouls, too many turnovers, and gives you too little offensively um, to make up for his... Uh, to, that, and that, that sort of overcomes how how much of a... Plus, he is on defense, which I'm not sure is that much anymore. And so I think they're, they're sort of looking to phase him out of the rotation and move him into that veteran leader sort of role, a mentor sort of role, and give those minutes to maybe Mescala and move Chandler to the to the four or acquire another stretch four or what have you. Landry Shamit continues to be impressive as a late first-round pick off the bench. Five points for him on four shots. Um... He continues to look more and more like J.J. Redick in every passing game. He cuts the same way as Redick. He shoots the ball, not mechanically the same way, but he utilizes the same moves to get himself open. He is uh, he has really developed his curling action around screens. He is able to utilize a pump fake to get defenders off their feet and then move over and then take one step to the left and drill a shot. And you just sort of see him becoming that younger J.J. Redick clone um, game by game, and you got to think that maybe in the next year or so, they w- w- if if should Redick have suitors who are willing to pay more money for him, they're pretty comfortable letting him walk in favor of Landry Shamit. TJ McConnell, six points on six shots, six assists, two rebounds, two steals, one block, one turnover, four fouls. Um, that's about... I th- I think what you'd expect out of a backup point guard, I think five and five, is perfectly palatable numbers. Uh, quite honestly, especially for a guy his size and with his sort of limited offensive ability, and given the fact that you have a superstar point guard in Ben Simmons, I think that what you're what you want TJ to do is be able to make the occasional three. I know he has a very slow release, very stationary shot from the distance, but I think his pull up game from 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 the mid-range is 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 pretty is pretty consistent and i think that he has a very good knack for sort of getting himself out of out of tough spots and attacking their rim and being able to be crafty in getting himself a look a look at, at a layup and I, I i i do like i do i do, I do like a, and i do appreciate what he can give you in his 25 minutes limited turnovers six assists six points that that's that's good enough for me 
Um, and I think it's good enough for the team, too, given that they won the game by 26 points. Demetrius Jackson, two points, one steal, one turnover. He's not an NBA caliber player. He's not big enough, not skilled enough. He can't shoot. And given his size, he needs to be able to shoot. And he's just too small. And I think that he just the the raw the, the wrong mix of 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 uh, characteristics for his game. Not a good shooter, but not big enough to do anything but shoot. Small, but not fast enough to beat anybody off the dribble. And it's it's just a bad mix of 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 traits for an NBA player. Uh, he's a two way player. I don't know. I I don't I don't know what they see in him long term. Probably not much, but. I mean, I, I liken I liken his role as 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 to to the the kid who gets to swing JV to varsity, gets to suit up for the varsity games, and sits on the bench and plays in in in, in garbage time, but is a starter and dominates the JV games. Um, that's sort of what Demetrius Jackson is. So you know, it's it's nice to it, I guess it's nice to be able to see him play. Usually, it means you're going to be that you've already blown the team out and you've won already. So it is what it is. It's it's just sort of irrelevant. For Con Korkmaz, I thought I had a decent game. 11 points on 10 shots, one rebound, one assist, um, no turnovers, one foul. Um, again, whatever you can do to b- bolster this bench, if he can give you 5 to 10 points any any given night, or really, honestly, 5 to 10 minutes, just another, just buy guys like Redick and Chandler or. Butler some time on the bench and to get to get some to get some wind and some air and so I think to get some wind and some water, I think is is a bonus. Um, I I think that they're trying. I know for a fact they're trying to trade for Conquerkmas because they declined his option. He's not happy here. Yada yada yada. And I know that there are teams that are intrigued by what he brings to the table as a as a very skilled and smart cutter as a, as a shooter. Um, but I think it's pretty obvious that with Landry Shamit and J.J. Redick and Jimmy Butler and whoever else they, they're trying to acquire via trade, there's not a lot of room for, for Con Korkmaz on this team. I think he'll be gone sooner rather than later. Whether it be a, as whether it be as a dump to it to it to a uh, to a tankering a tanking team that wants to acquire young assets for salary dumps, so be it, whatever. Um I think for Con Korkmaz is is short for the Sixers. Anyway, let's dive into the game more so the Sixers as I said won this game by 26 and it really was never in doubt um they that they were not going to let their performance against bad teams be a be a trend much further I thought that was evident by how they came out tonight and uh, on a, a game against a, a bad team in the middle of the week with a low energy crowd to begin with, and they just sort of smoked them from the jump. Um, well, let's let's break it down stat by stat. The personal fouls, the Sixers committed fewer of them by two. That was not the difference in the game tonight. The Knicks committed thir- uh, thirteen turnovers to the Knicks to the Sixers sixteen. So while well, that played a slight role. Probably not enough to be the to be a, a a true factor in the Sixers' destruction of the Knicks tonight. Five blocks on both sides. That rim protection was not necessarily the 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 end all be all. Eleven 
steals for the Knicks, seven for the Sixers. That was not it. 34 assists for the Sixers, 14 for the Knicks. So that means that the Knicks were looking to, to were getting a lot of their shots in isolation. Guys like Mario Hazonia, Tim Hardaway Jr., Kevin Knox, Frank Nielkina, Trey Burke, Alonzo Trier, those kind of guys were trying to score a lot themselves. And you look at their stats down the line, Hazonia, 17 points. Hardaway Jr., 5 points on 1 of 11. Kevin Knox, 9 points. Nielakina, no points. Trey Burke, 7 points. Trier, 8 points. Hazonia shot 7 of 15. As I said, Hardaway shot 1 of 11. Knox shot 3 of 9. Nielakina, 0 of 5. Burke, 1 of 6. Trier, 3 of 11. These guys are trying to create. These guys, the, the team was trying to set them up to score one on one, and these guys in, and these guys shot terribly. Their inability to make shots is why they lost this game. And the Sixers simply had just had to pass the ball, and against a young team who turns the ball over, if you can get them in transit. You can you can get yourself in transition. All you got to do is pass the ball to the closest teammate in the basket, and you're gonna win the game. And then you build those points up, and then suddenly they're down 10, 15, 20. And then they, they're deflated, and then the game is just a matter of winding the clock down from there. So the 20-assist difference is probably the biggest factor in the Sixers winning this game tonight. They did manage to keep the Knicks off the glass, out-rebounding um, them by 9 in the game. They had 12 more defensive rebounds, so the Knicks were getting essentially one shot. Um, or, yeah, so the Sixers were getting essentially one shot. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The Knicks were essentially getting one shot, and then they were, and then the Sixers were off and running. There were not a lot of offensive rebounds for the Knicks, only 11 tonight, even though they're a very good offensive rebounding team. Eight for the Sixers. So it wasn't like the Sixers were, were, um, were grabbing a lot of offensive boards, but they also didn't have to because they shot 47 of 87, good for 54% from the field. The Knicks, on the other hand, shot 34% from the field, so there were more missed shots for the Knicks and therefore more chances for the Sixers to get re- defensive rebounds and therefore Knicks had fewer second-chance opportunities to score. It was one shot, one miss, done. And now the Sixers go down and score. That was where the difference in this game came was honestly just making more shots. Sixers made 15 more shots in the game and the Knicks' misses turned into defensive rebounds for the Sixers. Those one-and-done opportunities, other than those one-and-done possessions for the, for the Knicks, were then converted into fast break points because they don't get back because they're a young team that doesn't play good defense. And the Sixers just passing the ball up and down the court helped them just blow the Knicks out of the water. Out of the water. Um, I'm not quite sure what the points in the paint differential was. It was a, f- a difference of eight points for the Sixers. They, want, they had 56 to the Knicks, 48. They did out fast break the Knicks, 20 to 14 in those points. The... Um, the Knicks scored, I believe they scored 13 points off the Sixers, 16 turnovers. The Sixers scored 27 points off the Knicks' turnovers. So that 14-point differential along with the the 6-point differential in the... Um, the points off turnovers, no, and the fast break points, plus the difference in the points in the paint essentially makes up the difference in this game. That tw- 28, 
right there, 26 was the difference in the game. So I think that, in theory, wraps up the, this game. Um, the Sixers shot 11 of 16 from the free throw line. They did not get to the free throw line as much as they usually do, only making 11 of their 16 attempts, good for 69%. So that's obviously well below the 75% goal for each game. They did make 12 of 25 from three, good for 48% to the Knicks, 6 of 29. That was another area where the Sixers dominated the Knicks. Um, six more made threes. That can come. That that, that so that that isn't just spot ups on on, on a half court set. That's getting yourself in transition and guys like Shamit, Redick, Chandler, um, um, Corkmaz, Muscala, Butler. Those guys being able to make threes, and and a lot of those open looks come in transition because that's what this that's what today's NBA is. So a lot of those differential and in, in, in fast break points and points off turnovers come from the the three pointer in this in this game tonight. Um, as I said, the Sixers made fifteen more shots. However, you want to put spin it, you can, whether it be half court sets or fast break or points in the paint or whatever. Um, the difference, the, the the Knicks made ten more free throws than the Sixers, so that so the game really should not even have been as close as it was. The differential in free throws. Kept the Knicks within 26 points of the Sixers. Um, but if you played it just off of gameplay, instead of, instead of just dead ball scoring, um, Sixers dominated them even more so than the scoreboard indicates. With that being said, I think that Ben Simmons really played a huge role in the Sixers dominating that first half. In this of this game, uh, because he was able to because off of rebounds, off of turnovers, off of, uh, off of off, even off of makes, there's a quick snap to Ben Simmons for the pass, and he just flies down the court. He's finding Landry Shamit cutting. He's finding Reddick cutting. He's finding Reddick open for a three. He's finding Chandler open for a three. Finding Butler cutting. He's finding Embiid, um, and they were just getting easy baskets. And a young team with the Knicks, they don't know how to defend in the half court. They don't know how to defend transition. They don't know how to cover the basket. And so for them, it's sort of like get back slowly, and then the Sixers have already beaten down the other end, and you're already, you've already scored, you've already given up the two points that you just scored in the other end anyway. So the Sixers were able to take advantage of, of, the, of the, the, youthful, the youthful mistakes of a young team tonight and be, the, the little uh, feistiness between Embiid and Cantor and Mitchell Robinson ignited him to to sort of have a reason to go off tonight. 26 points, 14 rebounds for him. As I said, 24 for Redick. They had no idea how to cover him off of the pin down, off of the off of the dribble handoff, and he just kept making every single shot off of those plays that they've run for 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 the last year and a quarter with him being with him as a sixer. Um I think on the Knicks side of things, the difference in this game was obviously turn the ball over, transition defense, and knowing your personnel, knowing the scouting report, and that become that comes with youth. And I think I thought that the way the Knicks played tonight, the missed shots, the 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 easily fixable mistakes, that was all that was all a product of a team that does not know that is too young to understand how to play as individuals in the NBA, and so their individual mistakes collectively add up to a 26-point blowout. With that being said, 
Obviously, the Sixers improved to 15-8 and and 11-1 at home. They will face the seemingly um, imploding Washington Wizards in Philadelphia on Friday, 7 o'clock tip-off. Sixers are looking to improve to 16-8 and on the season. And with that being said, a couple words from our sponsors before I sign off for the night. Do you like shotgunning beer? Do you want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Go check out our boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It is also a bottle opener, tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. Check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all Cobra products, enter the code TRUSTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. This presentation and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution of the presentation without written permission of the sponsor is prohibited. Copyright the fee to MB 2018. As I said, the Sixers romp the Knicks tonight, 117-91. to Sixers improved to 15-8 on the year, 11-1 at home. They will face the... Um, the un- the unraveling Washington Wizards in Philadelphia on Friday. The Wizards are eight and thirteen on the year, two and o- two and eight away from home. So this should, in theory, this should be, um, the this should be a, a a an easy win for the for the Sixers. But you never know with this team, obviously. So they had to come out and execute well, and seal the win early in this game. That's all for tonight. Thank you for tuning in, and we will be right back here on Friday once the buzzer sounds. Thank you for tuning in.